Lock in my bros. You are listening to a knower of ball. Ladies and gents, welcome back. It is your teacher of ball, Tom. Welcome back to Tom's Take. I know it has been, you know, a little minute. It's been a little minute since um, I've done one of these, and I, I do apologize for that. You know, I've been busy with, you know, stuff outside of the pod, but, you know, me and Jared, um, we've both we've both come together to make, you know, a bigger effort um, and a bigger push this offseason um, because we know it can be a struggle to stay entertained um, while the NRL season's off, but, you know, we know we can keep the content coming your way, and, um, you guys just got to stay strapped in. I know, um, yeah, I know, you know, I, I like to keep you entertained with my, you know, somewhat hot takes. I'm not going to be wrong on everything. You know, I'm happy, I'm happy to be wrong. I'm happy to be wrong. I'm never going to argue if I'm wrong because I understand, you know, that's, that's all part of having opinions and having takes. Um, but for me, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's more fun to be wrong because what's the use of me sitting up here and talking on this mic if everything I say, you're just going to agree, you know? Because if you don't agree and then it ends up coming true, I look like a genius. And if you don't ag- <clears throat> you don't agree and you end up being right, you're going to want to come back and you want to g- give it to me. And that's what I love about, you know, opinions and sport. Sorry about that, Tessie Pop. Um, especially in our sport, you know, the great game and league. A lot of people can be wrong. Often, uh, most people are wrong. Um, but we, we, we got some great discourse. We got some great chats, some great yarn. Um, and it's time to get into some some yarn today um obviously the nrl season is over so you know now now we're on to the pacific championships now the australian squad is what i'm going to be focusing on today obviously i am you know a supporter of australia um if you guys want me to continue this you know just let me know you know uh dm us whatever uh just let us know you know because i will i'm happy to come on here and talk about every other team what i would have done differently um and what i would have picked but for me the moment I saw this Australian squad, something didn't really sit right with me. Um, something didn't really sit right with me. And I just thought there was an overwhelming amount of forwards um, that were picked. Now, it may have just been the names on paper, but I just think overall the squad that was picked just just didn't really give me what I wanted. You know, there's, there's a lot of criticism I do have over this squad. So I'll take you through the squad right now if you don't know it. Um, so we got Dylan Edwards, who's come in for Josh Hadokar, uh, Pat Carrigan, Daly Cherry Evans, Nico Hines, who's come in for the injured Cleary, Selwyn Cobbo, Lindsay Collins, Ruben Cotter, Tino Fasul Malaawi, Tom Flegler, Harry Grant, Payne Haas, Val Holmes, Ben Hunt, Liam Martin, Cam Munster, Cam Murray, Tony Staggs, Hamaso Tabuai Fado, James Tedesco, Jake Chaboyevic, Isaiah Yo. So that's our squad. Okay. That's our squad. Now you probably hear that you probably hear that squad, and you're like, "Well, you know, that's that's probably some a lot of the best players in the NRL." But for me, it it it, it isn't an Australian squad that me as a Kiwi or me as a Samoan I would have been as scared of as those you know a couple of years down, you know, a couple of years past. Um, I, I do think it's slightly weaker, and but I do think that's due to the selections. Um, so I've gone through and I've picked out in categories, outside backs, spine, and forwards. Um, as to, you know, how they've kind of picked out and decided on each position, right? So Mount Meninga's selected four total outside backs. So that is 
your Selwyn Cobbo, your Val Holmes, your Katoni Staggs, and your Hamaso Tabuafa, though. Those are your outside backs. He's gone ahead and selected seven spine players, which is your Dylan Edwards, your James Tedesco, your Daly Cherry Evans, your Nico Hines, your Harry Grant, your Ben Hunt, and your Cam Munster, right? And he's gone ahead and selected 10 forwards, which is Pat Carrigan, Lindsay Collins, Ruben Cotter, Tino Fasumawi, Tom Flegler, Payne Haas, Liam Martin, Cam Murray, Jake Jaboyevich, and Isaiah Yo. Right. So now that we got that settled, 10 forwards, you know, in the essence of looking at the number 10, considering that makes up for about half the squad in forwards, you know, it makes sense. Um, it does make sense. and But I, I just think they could have selected the forwards differently. I like the names of the forwards. I think, you know, we have picked pretty much the best forwards that were available to us. Um, but, you know, just for me, for my sake, I would have liked to have had some extra outside back depth there. Um, you know, I feel like the outside backs they've picked, look, what they had at their disposal with Latrell, Tom, and the likes injured, Josh had a car, obviously pulled out. Um, not sure as to why, uh, even though his name has been in the news, but... You know, Murray Talungi wasn't selected after last year. We know Campbell Graham's having surgery. There's there's plenty of there's plenty of reasons, you know, why they've they've gone and picked what they have. Um but you know I don't know, man. Just for me it just looks a bit underwhelming. Um uh, probably not the squad that I would have picked. Um Dylan Edwards had a great grand final, I probably wouldn't have picked him. Um you know, Nico Hines, again, thought he was done pretty dirty in origin, but I wouldn't have brought him into the squad. Uh, I don't think there's any necessity for, you know, the three locks, even four locks, if you consider Connor a lock. I don't think there's any need for that, man. I, I, I really don't. Um, I think it's a bit of a selection error on the part of Meninga and, and the and the crew. Uh, but I've got a hand to pick my own team. You know me. I obviously know ball better than Mal Meninga, the greatest centre in the history of the game. So I'm gonna pick my own team, you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna run through that team with you, and you know we're gonna discuss why I've done what I've done because you know me just looking at this Australian squad, man, I'm just like I'm I'm not sat I'm not satisfied, fellas. I'm not satisfied. I I I, re- I really don't know, really don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna get into my squad. Um, I'm going to quickly break it down into numbers for you. So, I mentioned they selected four outside backs. Um, for me, that really backs them into the corner, what their back line is going to be. It's going to be Cobbo. It's going to be Staggs, Hammer, Holmes. They have no choice now because they brought in Dylan Woods over out of car. They have no choice. That's their back line. Um, their spine, they got seven members, remember. Seven members, one fullback, James Tedesco, 158, Cam Munster. Okay, keep that in mind as well going into my squad. Forwards, they've got 10, um, and they've got the three locks, which I spoke about, which I didn't feel like that was a necessity. Okay, so now let's dive into my squad that I've that I've gone and picked based on the names available, based on who can play, just, just based on a lot of different factors. Yeah, um, I think, you know, I've come to the conclusion that I think my squad is a bit more well-balanced. But, again, that's up to the opinion of the viewer. That's up to the, the, be- the beauty 
is at the high eye of the beholder. Whatever that, you know, you know, you know that dribbly saying that I, that I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to talk about. Like, if you don't agree with my score, that's fine because everyone plays the game differently. Everyone watches the game differently. Everyone has a different viewership. You know, everyone sits down and analyzes the game differently. Like for me, I'm a heavy attack man, um, and I love to watch shape. I love to watch, you know, the timing on each pass, the way the decoy runners are running. I love to analyze that sort of structure and the way they shape the play. But what I what I am not a real fan of, especially going into international exhibition games, right? Let's be real. These are, these are kind of exhibition games. It's just bringing a ton of forwards just to make tackles and taking hit-ups and, and not having fun with these international games. Um, I feel like often Australia take these games way too seriously. I understand they are international games and you have rivalries with these nations. But a lot of the time, you know, I feel like Australia, I, f- I feel like they don't take these games serious serious enough and you know to me to me that is a bit of an issue um to me that is a bit of an issue and I feel like um you know just with picking the right squad and uh, just being able to have versatility among your players I think that is a real a real thing that we need to have and I think it's a serious issue that we haven't addressed in the squad so let's get into my outside back so I've I have picked Selwyn Cobo um you know, I thought he had a, a, a good season. Uh, me and Jared, you guys will hear this tomorrow. Uh, spoken a bit of length about how he probably underwhelmed our expectations a little bit. But nonetheless, still had a really good season. Um, I've also gone for Katoni Sags from the Broncos. Again, thought towards the back end of the season, he had a really, really positive um, string of form. Um, look, Bradman Best was there. But, you know, for the other selections I've made, obviously, I, I he wouldn't fit. Um he wouldn't fit. So, I've gone ahead and picked Matt Burton. Now, Matt Burton... Well, I'll take you through the other two first. Val Holmes, Hamlet, Tabby Wyford. Um, I've picked the other two from the squad. I've just added an extra outside back. You know, what's on offer uh, with this squad? You know, you could say you pick Bradburn over Hammer, but the Hammer has the ability to play on the wing, and I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that in case of an injury to a centre or a winger. I'm going to need that extra versatility. Um, so, I'll start with Matt Burton. Uh, he did play last year in the World Cup, and he was outstanding, man. Um, I know he was playing next to the Fox, but you know he did it for Penrith, one centre of the year at left centre, um, and, and he's a great defensive centre. He's a great defensive centre and reads the game really well at centre, very <clears throat> very unselfish, um, and just an all-around great player, you know, and he has that utility, versatility option to slot into six or seven if you need him to. Uh, not that you want him to over the people I've got in this squad, but you know, I just think he's a really solid option. He comes out and gives it all for the jersey every time he puts it on. Had a tremendous origin last year also. Um, I know I'm talking a lot about last year, but he deserves to be there. You know, if you're going to pick a lot of these guys off what they've done in the past and, you know, you keep the same principle with Matty Burton, I think he would, you know, be an outstanding fit for that left centre at the moment. Val Holmes is the other one I want to touch on. Now, I'm very disappointed um, in him this off-season. Now, obviously, I can't. You know, go out on a limb and say he is definitely guilty because there's no way in proving that he's guilty, right? It could have been a prank. It could have been illegal. Um, but for me, you know, I just I just find it really disappointing um, that a player of his stature, um, a player of his maturity, experience, would go and do something like that. Um, and I just feel like these players should be punished a bit more um, for what they do do. And... 
you know what you guys are really taught me you guys are really oh yeah you guys really taught me into it i'm gonna i'm gonna stick to my guns uh, i'm gonna stick to my guns and i'm taking valentine holmes out of the squad and i'm replacing him with bradman best i've just done that mid pod i can't believe it just talk, just getting up on this mic and really being able to you know kind of express my thoughts i don't think valentine holmes deserves a call up um i think it was a really silly thing to do if it was a prank or not um, and I just don't think we should be rewarding behaviour like that, especially when we have a lot of young kids um, and a lot of overseas kids watching this game. Like, it's not a good image for our game at uphold. And for that reason, Val Holmes is going to drop out of the squad for me and uh, Bradman Best is going to come in. Um, yeah, uh, I think Val, you know, he's a very talented footballer, but unfortunately just made a really poor decision. Again, if it was a prank, it was still a poor decision. Um, you know, he still has that under his reputation now, under his belt, he's got to wear that, um, and yeah, for that reason, I, I just don't think that warrants selection, you know, I think he should, he should not be on the Kangaroos tour, I think he should, um, you know, he doesn't deserve a call up for that type of stuff, and, you know, call me a Karen all you want, but I just think, I'm, I'm, I'm big of upholding a good image for the game, especially with us taking it to Vegas, and for me, actions like that, you know, basically promoting, drugs or you know using prop drugs as a joke it's not good for kids to see and it's not a good image for our game so for me that doesn't deserve Australian call-up you should be punished for that and therefore you shouldn't travel with the kangaroos okay I've said my piece my outside backs are Selwyn Cobbo, Matt Burton, Katoni Sags, Brent Mabest, Hamaso, Tabuai, Fido cool great one second your boy's still a little bit sick. Moving on to my spine, I've got seven spine members. Now, they've picked Nico Hines in this squad too. I've actually removed him. Um, and they picked Dylan Edwards, who I have removed as well. And and is there, is there someone I'm not seeing right now? Is there someone I'm not seeing? Is there someone that I've dropped? Because, you know, I did just count through the squad. And... and um, what am I missing? What am I missing here? Don't know. Don't know. I really don't know. That's actually quite odd. I don't. Don't worry. I'm such an idiot. Do you know I'm actually such an idiot? Anyway, I'm here. Okay. Spine. Seven members. I picked two fullbacks. I picked James Tedesco. I picked Caitlin Ponger. Now, it was between Caitlin Ponger and Reese Walsh for me. Unfortunately, Dylan Edwards didn't make the cut. Like I said, I like to watch good attacking football. I understand Dylan Edwards plays in a great attacking team. Um, but he's not the attacking football that I really want to... I want to take the Dalian medalist, man. He deserves it. You know, Caelan Ponga had an outstanding season. Whether you think he deserved the Dalian or not, you know, that's your opinion. I thought him and SJ both deserved it. Um, you know, unfortunately, SJ and the Warriors didn't have the greatest end to the season, so that's probably where he lost himself some points. That's okay. That's how the you know, that's how the award works. Um, and I think Ponga deserves a call-up. I think he did a lot this year and sacrificed a lot this year um, for Newcastle, and I think that's a very respectable thing. I think he's earned himself the call-up. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be taking Teddy, who, uh, and I'd be taking KP. Next, I've got Cam Munster at six, and Ezra Mann. Now, is that is that a little bit of a bold call? I don't think so. Uh, I think Ezra deserves it, uh, you know, after his grand final performance as well. But just his overall season, you know, 5-8th of the year 
And I don't really understand not carrying another 5'8". You know, I know they've brought Dylan Edwards in now, but they don't actually have another 6. Um, and I think, you know, obviously Nico's there and they're probably going to say he can play 6, but I want to pick an out-and-out 6. Ezra Man plays the same side of the field as uh, Cam Munster, so he's he's a perfect straight slot in. Uh, whereas Nico Hines is a right-sided player, so he would have to come to the left, and it restricts his game a bit more. So for me, Ezra Mam is an ideal replacement if Cam Munster were to get injured or if you wanted to give him a rest. And he would just be a young player, you know. Cam Munster's getting up in his 30s now. You want Ezra Mam there for the future, and I would be drilling him in, bringing him into the camp, blooding him into the squad, and keeping him there. You know, he, it's good for him to get that experience, and it's really good to reward a young player like that who's come out and had an outstanding season, blown the expectations out of the water and really proved himself as a big name on the NRL stage. So I'd be 100% taking Ezra with me too. Um, I've got DC in the seven jumper and his backup seven is Ben Hunt. Um, I've got one nine, that's Harry Grant. Now Ben Hunt will obviously play 14 off the bench. Um, but for me, there's just there's just no need to carry Nico um, if Ben Hunt can come in and play seven perfectly. Um, maybe I'm get, maybe people are gonna say, oh well, Ben Hunter, uh, you know, yeah, now no one when it comes to international footy and representative footy, not for me, man. Like if DC gets hurt, I'm putting Ben Hunt in that seven, you know, and I'm trusting him in that seven. And the thing about me with Ben Hunt is, you know, I think if you want to talk about utility value, he is utility value because he can come on and be that half. So if you're gonna bring in utility, he's gonna have to fill in somewhere if someone gets hurt. So for me, Ben Hunt is just that utility. I've got him down as a 7 slash a 9. So if nothing happens to DCE, which I really hope it doesn't, he could just stay and play 14. But if something does happen to DCE, he can slide into 9 and we can work something out. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's the end of the world. Ruben Cotter, who I'm going to come up to next, has played 9 in his career. You're not really stressing. You basically have three nines there. Cam Murray, apparently, for New South Wales, could play 9 too. So there you go. But yeah, that's my selection behind that. Harry Grant, obviously, best Australian hooker. Personally, I still don't think he's head and shoulders above every other hooker in the comp. Like Imran claims, maybe I'm Tigers biased. I still feel as though Appy's Coruscant is the best hooker in the comp. Um, but in terms of Australian hookers, Harry Grant 100% is Australian number nine. Forwards. I've picked nine. Obviously, I've picked an extra outside back. But I feel like nine's a good number, you know, because you're going to be lining up with probably seven or eight, and then you got that one, you got that one spare forward, and I think that's, I think it's a good problem to have having a lot of great forwards. But for me, I don't think you need to carry double digits. Um, so for me, I've selected Payne Haas, the best front runner in the comp. Lindsay Collins, who I believe won the Wally Lewis Medal this year, oh, my memory serves me correctly, won the Wally Lewis Medal. Uh, picked Tino Fasul Malawi, and I picked Ruben Cotter. Uh, they're my front rowers. Uh, Ruben Cotter, I've also got down, can play 13, can play back row, and can obviously play hooker. Um, for me, I've picked Ruben Cotter, and I'll get to this later after I read out the rest of this pack, but his versatility, I think, covers a lot of the needs of which they've selected an extra forward for. Um, and I think, you know, the way I've interchanged my forwards um, and mixed and matched what Australia have picked, I think he kind of suits the needs a bit more for that pack. Uh, my, my back rowers that I've selected is Liam Martin, Cam Murray, and David Fafita. Now, people probably say, oh, David Fafita plays for Tonga. Yeah, but so did Tony Staggs, and he, he chose Australia straight away. So, you know, David Fafita, I assume, would definitely take up the opportunity to represent Australia again, especially with Mal 
um, having been so close with him at the Titans. Um, but I just think David Fred had an outstanding year. And again, I'm really about rewarding players for having a bounce back. And he had an amazing bounce back. And I think David definitely deserves to be an Australian kangaroo this year. Um, I think no questions asked. He had the best season of his career. I think it was it was better um, than the 2021 season. Uh, just more impactful on both sides of the ball. Um, more than just in the the attacking style. He was a more willing passer. Um, and he wasn't just trying to score in every play. He, he played a lot smarter. Um, and he played a lot harder and a lot tougher with a bigger workload. And there wasn't many games where he went missing. You know, I thought he was pretty constant and consistent in every single game. And I think he really earned himself another Australian nod. And um, the only out-and-out lock I have selected here is Pat Carrigan. Um, no Isaiah Yo may be a surprise, but I think this is a similar problem to Origin. I really don't think there's any need for three locks. And the fact that Cam Murray could cover the back row really gave him the edge for me. Um, we saw Isaiah Yo coming off the bench uh, for New South Wales, and he wasn't as impactful. He was still good. But he wasn't as impactful as he was as a starter. And I think without Nathan Cleary too, um, you know, you've got to be careful in selecting uh, people like Yo and Edwards because, you know, I know, I'm not I'm not discrediting them as footballers, but, you know, people claim as though that's why they're selected. You know, we're selecting Paramount Spine, Paramount Chemistry. Well, Cleary's not going to be there. He's probably the main link. Um, so for me, you know, it's important to pick a variety of players. And I think, you know, if you're picking Munster and DCE and, you know, potentially you might score Ponga, but Grant and Hunt, you're probably going to want Carrigan there, given the fact you're picking the whole Queensland team anyway. Um, but yeah, I would definitely be having Carrigan there. Unfortunately, Yoey misses out, but I think replacing him with Fafita and dropping Jake out to accommodate for um, a Matt Burton to come in, and then I think that's just balances the squad a little bit more. Jake Obviously, he is a great player, a great, solid, does-do-much-wrong kind of player. But I really want spark plugs. I really want the greatest forwards we have to offer. And I think, personally, Dave Fafita is a better footballer than Jay Trebojevic. Is that wrong to say? I, I'm not sure. But I think, you know, the fact that Ruben Cotter can also cover the 13 jumper, Tino can cover the 13 jumper, um, you know, Ruben Cotter can slot into the back row. Cam Murray can cover the 13 jumper, but he's going to slot into the back row. I think that's really important for me, and I, th- I think that kind of eliminates the need to have Yo there. Um, and it means the versatility of my pack can really switch around and accommodate a lot of the needs and fill a lot of holes if there is an injury. You feel me? You feel me? I'll tell you what, I'm really keen on this team. So this is my starting team um, for Game 1 of the Pacific Championships with what I've selected. What I've selected. Uh, James Tedesco at fullback and captain. Selwyn Cobbo and Hamaso Tabuai Fado on the wings. Matt Burton and Katoni Staggs in the centres. Cam uh, Munster and Daly Cherry Evans are my six and seven. With Lindsay Collins and Payne Haas starting in the front row. Harry Grin at nine. Dave Fafita and Liam Martin starting in the second row with Pat Garrigan at lock. Then I've got Ben Hunt at 14. And Tino Fasul Malawi, Ruben Cotter and Cam Murray off the bench. Now, if you ask me... That team looks unbeatable, right? But I think there are some holes in the other team which I would adjust, and I think I have done that. And then you look at the options, man. You've got KP, you've got Ezra Mam, you've got um, Bradman Best, who I brought into the squad. You've got so many options, man. So many options. And I think it's just really, really important to keep these options, to play your cards right, and to, to just ensure that 
you know, you're not losing out on anything. You know, I, I think the way I've picked this squad is smart. I don't want to blow too much smoke up my own bum, but the way I've picked this squad is smart, and I've just realized I picked eight forwards. How have I done that? <laughs> How have I done that? I am honestly such a dribbler. All right, well, Yo's back in the team. <laughs> I only need to get rid of Reese Walsh. Isaiah Yo's back in the team. All right, but he's not. He's not in. He wouldn't change the seventeen that I have right now. But he's he's back in the team. Okay, he's back in the team. I got nine forwards. Wow, I'm a dribbler. I don't know how I've done that, but anyway, Isaiah Yo's back in my team. I just told you every reason why he's not there. He's back there because he can accommodate the thirteen, and he, he is. A rep footballer. Um, so there you go. That's my Australian squad. What I would have done, you don't have to agree with me and I don't blame you if you disagree with me because I actually love getting into the debate. So so shoot you know, shoot your thoughts our way at Strictly Footy Pod on Insta. Uh, get in touch with us. Let us know what you do, what you wouldn't do. Um, I'm actually going to get a graphic up, put that out, get the pod out, get some uh, engagement around it. I really, really love you guys tapping into the pods, helping us out, supporting us. As I said, we've got a big, big summer and spring ahead. Really lock in, please. And I thank you so much for all your support already. You know, we've only been doing this for, what, nine months? And, you know, we couldn't be complaining with how we're going. So we're just going to keep working, we're going to keep growing, and we're going to keep putting out the best content that we can for you. So, you know, without without further ado, I guess that's me done for this beautiful Saturday. Um, I appreciate you guys again tuning into to Tom's Take. Um, and I, I hope you guys would stay blessed. Have a beautiful weekend. Enjoy the big pod tomorrow. I think you guys are going to love the series that we're putting together now. It's really deep analysis um, with a lot of topics and a lot of stuff to go through. So I think you guys are going to really enjoy that. And I'm going to keep the super pods rolling out. I'm going to keep myself busy. I'm going to keep my guys, myself in touch with you guys. And we're going to keep rolling on to 2024. That's the year of Strictly Footy. That's the year when I pop off. I really appreciate you uh, boys and girls tuning in. Uh, stay blessed. Stay safe. Enjoy your weekend. We'll catch you. I'll, I'll catch you next week. Much love.